What is up, guys? Welcome back to Overtakes. This is Misfit, and we are going to be doing our Week 24 review. Uh, we got some news, player news, some other stuff going on. But first, before we do that, I'd like to thank everybody for joining me. Everybody out there in YouTube land, thank you very much for all of your likes, subscribes, all of the views you guys have given me. It's been fantastic. I appreciate it a lot. Everybody out there in podcast land, thank you very much for listening. And if you're new on YouTube, please hit a like, hit a subscribe. That would be greatly appreciated. Also hit the alert bell. That way you know when I will be posting uh, new stuff. I do two to three videos, sometimes more, four or five. Depends on the week. We're going to be doing some new things. So there's going to be some, maybe a couple of quick videos here and there of players of the week kind of thing. I haven't really figured it out yet. Tell me what you guys would like to see. Uh from uh, this channel moving forward. Going to do some match review things, not like hardcore tear apart the match through the replay viewer, but just kind of going over some stuff that I saw that I liked that I didn't like in like a big match of the week. This week really wasn't much going on, but we might have some stuff. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, we had some news before we dive into the week. So starting off, it's uh, really not a shocker to anyone but uh, Baby Bay finally announced his uh, actual retirement from the league. Kind of sucks. I liked him a lot. I thought he brought a lot of fun to the, the game. I mean, he's an OG guy. He's been around forever. Started in San Francisco. Got Kind of got moved out by the, you know, the young crop of kids that they had coming in there last year. Went to Atlanta. Kind of reinvented himself. This year he played really, really well. And... Uh, I always liked it when he played because there was always a you know a fun element to to the matches. He he kind of talked smack, but it wasn't like you know like that mean kind of stuff. It was it was fun back and forth kind of things. He seems like a good dude, and I've heard a lot of reports that he is. And I hope he does well um, moving on. I loved watching him play. I thought he was fantastic. But you know, hey, sometimes you got to move on. This opens it up for Atlanta to be running Erster and uh, Edison. And we'll see if they pick anyone up in the meantime. It doesn't look like they're going to, um, from what I've seen so far. Uh, we also had some news from uh, the Guangzhou Charge. Neptuno, I guess, is was was in Korea. It's all visa-related weirdness. So he has to go back to Spain to renew his visa, because it has to get renewed by September 1st. So if they do have to go in a situation where they're in the Final Four, for the playoffs, he's going to need a new work visa. So he just went back. He wasn't playing anyway. He kind of, he did a twit longer thing. So that's the status of him. But let's dive into a week 24 of the Overwatch League. Um, so this week we had, we had a bunch of, we had some pretty important matches that were on the slate. Uh, just to see where some of the teams that at least I was, you know, wondering where they were going to fall. Like I said, when I did the uh, the various uh, power rankings, the middle kind of there's like middle area, especially NA, from four to four to twelve. It's anybody's guess. There's some better than others, some that are underperforming, some that are overperforming, some that are right where we're at or we thought they were going to be at. Kind of APAC is weird. The only thing we really know in APAC is. Shanghai and Guangzhou are good. Seoul quit, and they're done. Chengdu is whatever Chengdu is. Seems like the new coach or different coach or whatever's going on there, 
They kind of worked this week. Um, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. And it was an interesting week, nonetheless. Overall, though, this week, the matches were pretty much garbage. Even the good matches, the, the close, quote-unquote, close matches, the two that we had, um, they were a little wacky, a little weird. Everyone's feeling out the meta right now. Some people obviously get it. Some people aren't playing over in Overwatch League. They're somewhere between uh, Open Division and Contenders at this point. Um, as far as the, the way they, they're playing. And then there's, you know, a lot of teams that are just feeling stuff out. Some of it worked, some of it didn't. Uh, a lot of the comps, we got a lot of different stuff, but mostly we got a lot of Genji. I mean, that that was there the, pretty predominantly. It got, some people switched it out a little bit. And some people ran some Echo here and there. A lot of people, there was a lot of... Um, with the hit scan, it was kind of odd. People were sticking with what they were good with, but then they would have like these panic moments because they were getting owned by a god tier Genji, where they would just try and whip out a McCree, use it like a, like a cure all, like it was some kind of miracle gonna cure. No, it's not gonna work. Their Genji is just better than you are, um, and sometimes you just gotta roll as best you can against something like that. Try to counter it. We also saw a lot of Sombra. I like the Sombra Genji thing. We saw some Tracer Genji too, some classic stuff. Some teams pulled that out, especially if you have guys that can, you have uh, versatile guys. Atlanta did that some. Anyway, but the comps are, are definitely different. We got we got some Monkey and Diva, some uh, Monkey Zarya like we were talking about. We thought some people would bust that out. A lot of, a lot of ru- people trying to run some Rush with uh, Double Shield. That worked to an extent, but with Genji and some of that stuff, it just, it wasn't the, it wasn't the best. Uh, I feel like we're going to see more of the Genji Sombra, Genji Ash backline. Probably more. We saw a lot of Moira this weekend, uh, just because I think her healing output, really, and her escapes. Because the one thing you have, if Anna's in the meta, not only do you have the, the enabling of Genji, you have the disabling of Genji with sleep darts. Um, and that's missing. So especially in the back line, you can sleep dart a Genji, you know, that's great. But if you run like a Moira Brig, you have your Moira has an escape. Then you got shield bash and the, all that kind of other stuff going on with Brig. Um, but BAP is still to me, BAP Brig is the best combo because you have with BAP, you got immortality field, massive healing, um, AOE, you got two AOE healing, uh, bots, and then you have the long range with, with Brig. You can throw the packs, even though they don't over, they don't overclock with the, uh, armor and all that stuff anymore. It's still just fantastic to, to have her in there. Plus, she can mitigate some of the Genjiness of Genji. You know, you got Rally and that kind of thing. Um, we saw a lot of Zen too. I, I, I like, I see, I, I like Zen. The, the main thing with Zen is that Discord orb, man. That, that, that's the big one with him. Yeah. And you do have a, a kind of a way to mitigate the, uh, the, the Genji storm with the dragon blade with the, with her transcendence. Um, so, I mean, we saw some of that. A lot is actually a lot of Zen, I should say. Um, I'm on the fence about Zen, but it seems to work well enough against this without all the other enabling tools with Genji. You don't have, you know, nano and stuff like that. And I want to see what happens this week and see where we go. I, a lot of people are doing, you know, comfort picks and this and that. Um, especially, you know, teams like Chengdu that just said, 
you know what? Fuck it. It's ranked. Play whatever you're good at. <laughs> and uh, apparently it worked. They won. Um, <laughs> so that, that's kind of like a little meta overview. Uh, meta comps, whatever you want to call it. I, I liked I liked seeing different stuff. I like to see p- people experimenting. I, th- that's one of the things I love about this game is especially in the league when people start experimenting with different comps and in first you're like, oh uh, yeah, that ain't going to work. That's stupid. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong about this. This is, this could have some legs. And that happened on a couple of occasions, especially like bringing Zen in. I, I love Zen. Uh, I like just the Discord orb. It's just the healing output isn't as great as some of the other people. But, you know, if you can Discord and eliminate targets, especially like Winston, when you got Winston's diving at you and stuff like that, you can just nuke him, especially right now. Yeah. So um, he worked out better than I thought he was going to. All right. Let's talk about the, let's, let's get into the, in, into the week. We'll, we're going to do a review. We might do uh, an episode in the next couple of days where we uh, go over a couple of these matches. Let, let's dive into it. All right. Friday, we had two matches on Friday. I was high on, on Vancouver going in, not uh, higher than I should have been. And I actually said that. I said I might have them a little high, pegged a little high. Um, and, and it seemed to uh, be proved uh, right. I didn't think they were going to win this match against Paris by any means, but Paris just absolutely clocked them. Um, a sparkle on Genji is just ridiculous. And they're. Regardless of their main tanks, Hanbin, Sparkle, Eggsy, FD God, Fielder, uh, Soon, whoever you put in, and Nico, they just, all of a sudden, they're, they're top two team in the league, and they just, they're consistently destroying people. There is no two ways about it. They're not good. You're not giving an inch to anyone, and they did not give an inch to Vancouver. Um, they destroyed them, and it was not that great to watch. Now, the next match, oh boy, this one, <laughs> you know, going in, I had said, it's going to be a close match, but I liked Houston. And I just liked them a little bit more. I thought that Houston was playing a lot, had a lot more consistency in their play. Their support line had been playing much better. They looked good with hydration and uh, Mecco. Dante and Linkser were doing really well. Throw in Blase to play the Genji occasionally. They started doing last week. And, you know, it started to work out. But, boy, Dallas just... After they figured out how to go around what they were doing with this, especially when they were on that somber Genji stuff, um, Dallas just figured out how to destroy them. They came back, reverse swept, and Dallas looked good. I, I knocked them. I put them at 12. But it was like a wait-and-see 12 for me. I, I just They didn't prove anything to me in the last meta where I thought that they would be good. And it... They looked good in this match in, in the last three maps. The first two maps, they did not look good. But once they figured out how things were going, they took it to Houston. And uh, I got to give them props for that. Doha, Decay looked good. Their support line, which I was shaky on, looked good too. Um, after they kind of figured, like I said, they figured things out. They're, they didn't panic like some teams do, have been doing in this meta. Like I said before, with the they didn't panic and just start yeeting out on different heroes that you know you think you're you're gonna counter the other team with they went out and played their game and took it to them gomsu actually played really well which was a good sign because i was a little he's consistent but doesn't take over games he did a really fantastic job in this game 
especially on the Winston. And he, when he played some ball, he was doing a lot of good things. And it, it looks good for Dallas. I'm not going to lie. It, and uh, good for them. I, I want them to do good because I like the players on this team. I, I said it last for the summer showdown. I had them at five. I had them better than the Mayhem and the Valiant, which we'll get to the the second team in a minute. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Dallas looked good. Fantastic job against uh, Houston. Came back, beat them. Um, didn't let didn't let the 0-2 get to them too bad. They just focused and came out after the break, figured things out, and uh, won the match. So let's move on to Saturday where – we had the Sunday morning, uh, or Sunday, Saturday morning craziness in APAC. Um, luckily, Guangzhou played and uh, just it took care of business, and they, they just and they just destroyed London. So, it, I mean, what else is there to say about uh, Guangzhou? They're a they're a vastly better team than them. They three owed them, and uh, that's that. We had now the one match that I got right. On Saturday, um, prediction-wise, as I said, Seoul was going to get three out, and they sure as shit did. And boy, did they look like hot garbage. Um, I don't know what's going on with this team, and but Hangzhou did look good. They they look like they're starting to get some things back together, but I don't know if it means anything beating Seoul because Seoul is the most disappointing team in the league. As much as we say that about the Gladiators and a couple other teams, I would throw Dallas in there, but they're starting. They, Dallas might be getting things back online. The damn Seoul dynasty. Look. I don't say people are quitters and throwing and shit like that. I don't like throwing that out there. Sometimes I jokingly will say that, you know, well, what's this team throwing? You know, I, I don't know what's going on with this team other than that they're throwing. You cannot tell me that this roster with Profit, Gesture, Michelle, Marvel, Toby, Slime, the list fucking goes on. You can't tell me that they're this bad, that they just go out and get the shit kicked out of them every week by teams that are on paper inferior than them. So either the coaching staff is fucked and doesn't know what they're doing comp-wise, which it seems like to me. They come out with all kinds of weird shit. Nobody knows what they're doing. They have no coordination. There's no discipline. And there's no give a fuck on this team either. And it's quite frankly disappointing. So mark that down as the 15th soul dynasty rant I've had this year. But they're done. They're garbage. They need to blow up the coaching staff first before they get rid of the players and figure out what the fuck is going on. Because these guys have no idea. And people like Wizard Young are on there. The only wizardry he's doing is like some kind of... He's like Ron Weasley casting spells or something. If you're going in, in the land of uh, uh, wizardry. Not that good. So, Hangzhou, though, they showed me something. They came out. They played their game. And they just took it to Seoul and every, like, the, the exact opposite of the, the way the Seoul Dynasty plays is the way Hangzhou played. I should just say the spark because I, I, I can't get that word out right. It, it just kills me. Um, <laughs> you know, their tank line looked good. Gushui on Monkey absolutely owned. DPS line was great. You know, they just, across the board, played really, really well. Liked what they did. I knew they were going to do the Seoul because Seoul is just... They're dead in the water. Uh, I'm sorry, Soul fans, but I know there's a couple of you guys out there. But it, it, look forward to next year. Um, I, I would not hesitate to uh, do that. I would find a team to kind of watch and root for for the rest of this year. So <laughs> that brings us to the other match, uh, last match in that region. So 
you look at this match, you go NYXL, above average. Chengdu Hunters, hot garbage. Looked like that the first two maps. Um, everybody was running wacky, weird, crazy, uh, who the fuck knows stuff. And it was uh, hilarious because I did, I, I kind of said it, but it was about Hangzhou. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen in this match, but I said Hangzhou was going to do it against against uh, Seoul. But, you know, the ball, Farah, Sombra, whatever the fuck that Chengdu was, Chengdu was doing. And then, you know, New York is doing just equally as wacky stuff. This was one of the sloppiest games I think I've ever seen. I didn't know what was going on. I just loved it watching the, I watched the rebroadcast because, uh, it was on, I had just woken up when it, I think it was like in the middle of the match. I just waited for it to end and then I just restarted the video. And normally what you do with that stuff from the APAC region, you know, with my breakfast, I'm like mouth agape going, what the fuck is, are you kidding me with this? Um, and it was hilarious because ZP and Wolf were just like, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to use the terms interesting and the stuff that we normally use, but this is just not good as far as comp goes. But somehow, New York got caught in the, got caught in the, the Chengdu trap. The, tr the trap of trying to do the things that the other team, instead of just going out and playing your game, which New York didn't really have a game plan. Uh, they had Who Are You in there for a bit, which I, I think they thought they were just going to roll. And then all of a sudden, uh, Chengdu said, nope, <laughs> not this time. We're going to reverse sweep you. How about that? But they Chengdu looked decent. Ameng was on on ball. And, you know, Jinmu on Farah. Sure, that stuff works sometimes. This time it did. Um, not the whole match, but they're just on the whole... I. I want Lieb to be good. I want some of these guys to be good. They were just okay. And, you know, Lieb was getting picked off a lot, though. And, you know, going back to the Soul match, I was thinking as I was watching it, you know, Fitz, the same thing. He, if, if Ark is the undying, Fitz is the always dead. Um, and it, it felt like Lieb was like that, too. It felt like New York was trying to take him out when he was in there. But... Yeah, this match was weird. It was crazy. It was uh, not good Overwatch, which was kind of a theme for the weekend. One team would play good Overwatch, and the other team would just, you would be wondering what the fuck was going on. Or in some cases, both teams were playing bad. One just team, team just played infinitely worse than the other, which you could almost say that about this match right here. But New York got beat. Um, it surprised me a lot. And uh, in a way, it kind of doesn't. New York... I don't know. I don't know what to think of New York. And I, I've i had this sentiment for a while. But the thing is, is in APAC, they, they're the better of the bunch right now. Hangzhou could make some noise, though, and change that. London could, but London looked terrible against Guangzhou, but Guangzhou's infinitely better. They're just the best. If the best next to Shanghai, both of them together, I guess, like we said. But... Yeah, uh, the, here we are with that, with that. Okay, so done with the APAC. It was uh, mind-numbing, to say the least. Now, <laughs> NA was just bad matches all weekend. Um, big plays, good plays, fun stuff, but the matches were absolutely terrible, to say the least. No idea what some of these teams... They just whiff on the meta. I mean, that seems to be a thing. Or the, the comps... Or they just don't have the people to do it right. But we had, until until the uh, Florida-Atlanta match on Sunday, they were, um, it was the only, it was the only match in NA on the weekend minus, uh, minus Saturday, or Friday, 
where we had the three two with uh, Dallas and Houston. The Dallas, and if you even include that in Dallas and Houston, Dallas, Houston, Florida, Atlanta are the only two matches where one team or both teams won a map. Everything was a three zero. I don't know what that says about the league, about the competition, or about where the hell some of these people's heads are, because uh, everybody's in this tournament and for the playoffs. So it's not like you're out of the running, quote unquote. You're in. You can get some stuff together. You might be able to make a run. You know, you f- you hit a meta thing. You figure out what's going on. You know, hero pool. Whatever happens in the course of events that gets you to that point, you just, you could be Washington, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have a situation where you have everything fall into place for you, and you could go on a run in the tournament. But some of these teams are playing like it's over already, and I I just don't understand. A couple of teams I thought that were going to be good that did not show up at all. Now, by good, I mean better than Boston and a couple other teams. Uh, that being, the Washington Justice are just, I, I'm beginning to believe the, it doesn't matter, you could put San Francisco or all-star team in the Washington Justice uniforms and they're they're just going to fail. And it, it looks that way to me. Toronto looked better. They played sure four. They beat them. But yeah, they looked bad. And Vancouver looked bad too this weekend. I don't know if it's meta-dependent stuff. Maybe it's, you know, I think some of this stuff has to do with some of these lesser teams. They survive on Arisa play with halts and enabling situations to win team fights that, that were not in, that are not enabled right now. You're seeing some of these teams that, that kind of got away with that. Vancouver, Washington, to a certain extent. You could even say Boston. They didn't really win too much, but some of the things that they did do, it was usually based on good Arisa play and some craziness from Color Hacks or somebody, a DPS player going off Jerry, something like that, and, you know, they that kind of thing. I think some of the enabling for the teams that are not that great is is Arisa. You have the shield. You have the big shield. You know, you got pulls, halts, fortify. Uh, you can run double shield. You can protect yourself. You can play a slower-style game. Even with frenetic DPS play, you still have situations where you can play, you can control the tempo a little bit more. But with without Arissa, some of these teams just look like London. Even you can even say throw in there. Um, I'm not going to throw Soul in there because they just look bad no matter what the meta is. Um, the meta could the meta could be uh, yeah. That's I think some of the stuff that is happening here. The Gladiator showed up, which is. Surprised me. I thought I thought I thought Vancouver was going to win. I just thought they were going to play a little bit better. But after watching teams play without Arissa, that's where I came with that last uh, that last little bit of my thoughts. There was the Arissa enabling bad teams. I think, and it even happens in ranks. It, ranked it enables not great things. To, like, even if you have a bad comp, Arissa can enable some stuff. But the Gladiators played well this week, though. They beat they beat Vancouver. They looked good. They looked like they were back on track. We saw Bishu playing some ball early on in that game. That looked good. I, you know, you, every, every once in a while, you're like, whoa, they took out space. That's weird. Uh, they run Bishu on ball kind of a, as a specialized thing. I, I think that's fine. They might be giving him playing time because we haven't seen or heard from him in a long time. He could be retiring. You don't know. They could just be giving him a last little ride there. But I think it worked out. I think it looked good. Tank line looked better. 
They look better on all fronts. Their DPS look decent. Bird Ring continues to impress me with his play. And Mirror, Mirror and Kevster looked better than they have. Um, so maybe they're getting some stuff together. They look better this week. Other matches, I mean, we had, like I said, we had all three O's. We, we did have the, <laughs> the, the pleasure, I guess, of seeing the Super Genji. Obviously, that was a setup, too, because uh, they kind of pretended like it was like, oh, look, oh, my God, Super's playing Genji. But then they had a video ready for it and all that. Everybody kind of knew what was going on. They held it as, they held it as a secret, which is pretty good. Um, it wasn't terrible. It was Boston. Boston can't beat, uh, couldn't beat uh, five random guys in silver right now. Um, and Or six. Uh, okay, yeah, they could, I guess in my mind, they couldn't beat somebody with a lever um, on, on the rank ladder. So um, they couldn't even win a 6v5. But yeah, they're terrible. But, you know, the Super Genji was okay. He was enabled by the best Tracer player in the league. Um, you can give a, you can give a shout out to Shax or Decay, but goddamn Striker still still got it. Yeah, he's still got that deadlift potential, and he, he the rest of the team just kind of owned Boston and let let Super do Genji things. I guess it wasn't bad. Uh, I've seen worse. Uh, even AKM's I think was a little bit better than him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that happened. Uh, the rest of the match, you know, Toronto three would Washington, like we said, that was terrible. Um, Paris then three, uh, you know, on Sunday they three would Toronto. The Valiant got buried by Atlanta. The Valiant I think have some issues with this meta too, and I think it goes to Arissa, and I think the lack of a really good Genji player is going to kill them. You can run the Tracer Ash, and you can run Sombra, and you can run other stuff in there, but you have to have somebody playing Genji at some point. That That's above average, and they're average at best. And uh, Atlanta came out after the Baby Bay News, and they destroyed them. Ursa and Edison looked good. Um, I was concerned about Ursa's play. He looked better than I than I expected. Of course, I haven't really watched him. He hasn't really played that much, except for on Anubis playing May. But, Yeah. They look good. They look better. Now, the only <laughs> until we get to Sunday, I mean, we had a couple of 3-0s in between there. Like I said, but Sunday, Paris uh, destroyed, destroyed Toronto and Florida. I think Florida has solidified themselves as the, the team that's just below your top three right now, which is the San Francisco, Paris, Philly. They have the potential to beat teams like that, and we'll see next week too because they play they play San Francisco. Um, we'll see if uh, we'll see if Super can out Genji Yaki. Um, that's a tall task. They um, Florida is looking good. I, I'm I'm liking where they're at. Now they came out. They owned uh, they owned Atlanta for the first two maps, and then Atlanta came out and destroyed them. But they were resilient enough to come back. They just totally shut down whatever Atlanta was trying to do on 66. A fantastic showing by them. They proved a lot. Or I'm sorry, Eichenwald. Not, not Route 66, Eichenwald. Uh, Route 66 is where they got absolutely murdered. They're not the greatest on that map. But after, you know, close Volskaya, 4-3. But they kind of had a, a really good hold on Volskaya that was just dumb. They, they do that. The defensively on assault maps, they're scary sometimes. But Eichenwald, they basically held Atlanta to zero to no ticks on the point. I mean, you couldn't get a fuller hold than that. 
So all they had to do was get a tick on Eichenwald. And some of the st- the plays, like the, there was a couple times BQB just flick shotting people like tracers and and they couldn't figure out what to do with Atlanta at, some, at certain points. They did start diving on him. The reason why they went on 66, they just went after BQB. Um, hardcore. And that seemed to work really well. But it, it, Florida's playing smart. They figured that out. They they got BQB some room, and they just they took care of business. They didn't get discouraged by losing on 66 really badly. And they just went out, took care of business, finished the match. I'm liking where they're at. I think, like I said, I think they solidify themselves kind of at four. Just below those top three teams, they have a, like I said too. They have a, they could beat them too, and they have beaten a couple of them. Granted, they beat Paris before Sparkle and before Genji was big, so we'll see where that goes. That ma- match um, proved proved a, that they're here to stay. Um, the Valiant took care of Boston. There's nothing you can do about Boston. Boston's just bad. Um, Valiant looked better. I think they worked some some things out in this match. It's basically playing Boston is a, a free W and a, and a kind of a scrim to see who can play what. Um, but it's good to have them. Like you know, I would love to play them in the first week of a a meta. Yeah, you might lose, but chances are you're just going to feel things out with different things, and they're just going to be they're subpar. Not going to be subpar. They are subpar, and they just. They just lose. They, they kind of, at this point, they probably have no self-confidence whatsoever. I mean, they try whatever they can try. You can see it on the screen. They were just, like, getting mashed and just looked de- dejected. And I feel bad for those guys. I think they're being led in the wrong direction. I think some of them maybe shouldn't be in that position. But we'll, we'll see what happens with that team. Uh, they need to restructure it and uh, get some different people in there. But that's going to do it for the week. It was It was a... The games were not good. We did learn some things as to see what's going on, though. We we learned some things about some teams. Boston or Boston's terrible. Seoul quit. Dallas is resilient. Atlanta's better. Florida's probably in the top, and Washington and Vancouver we overvalued. Toronto is kind of where we th- we thought they would be. They might be improving a little bit too. They ran a little bit more beast. But that's a, and APAC is still APAC. Uh, Hangzhou's on the, on the rise, I think. I think when the dust settles, we might see Shanghai, Guangzhou, Hangzhou, the way things are shaking out. New York needs to figure their, their shit out. But yeah, I mean, uh, that was just an all over the board kind of random non sequitur, just throwing teams out, um, what I thought of them. But that's going to do it for this episode, guys. So I would like to thank everybody for joining me on this episode. Like I said, we're going to have some more content coming up this week. We might dive into a match or two. Um, maybe we find, maybe we try and figure out why Boston's so bad. I don't have a brain for that, though. I can't. Well, actually, it doesn't take much, but I, I don't have the patience for that, I, I should say. Um, well, we'll figure some things out. Then we'll, maybe we'll uh, hit you up in a, in a couple of days with that. I'm going to see what I can dig up and see what I, I like and what what we can do with that. But everybody out there on YouTube, thank you very much. As always, I appreciate everything you guys have done. All the likes, all the subscribes, continue commenting down below. I love the conversation. That's why we're here. We want to, I want to talk overwatch league with you guys, get back and forth. We can talk about matches, teams, however you want to do it. You can, uh, <laughs> anyway, if you're new on YouTube, thank you for joining me. Hit a like, hit a subscribe, join the crew. Everybody out there in podcast land, thank you very much. 
I have all the social media links down below. If you want to hit us up on, hit me up on Twitter or when I stream the Twitch channels down there, that kind of thing. Thank you guys. This is Misfit. I'm out and we will talk to you on the next one.